It's an all-new season of the CBB Review Podcast, but we have a new name. CBB Review Courtside is replacing the review, and we're kicking off season three with a very special guest. Jazz Jelly plays for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They reached the NCAA tournament as an eighth seed out of the Big Ten this past March, and she led the squad with over 13 points per game, over 40% from three as well, and hails from Australia, which is really the core of our discussion today. But uh, first, Jazz, how are you doing right now? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and hope your holiday weekend was, uh, you know, well spent. But I do want to take you back a little bit. Um, obviously, we're going to get into a discussion on the NIL today. That's the core of uh, today's podcast kicking off this first season. But, you know, you're from Australia. You initially moved to play at Oregon. Um, was that the first time that you had been to the United States? I know that you're, um, you know, some of your family members also played college here, but was that the first time you actually moved to the U.S.? Yeah, that was the first time. Um, I visited the U.S. for a global camp for three days, and then I did my visits over here. And then, yeah, this is the first time I've lived over here. So what was kind of like that transition like, especially, you know, initially going to Oregon? Uh, what were kind of the hardest, uh, you know, the biggest challenges about making that move? Definitely the biggest challenge was having no idea what I was coming into. I mean, your visits only go for a day and a half, two days. So that was really hard to see myself living over here. I mean, I, I loved every minute of every visit I went on. Um the hardest part was definitely a little bit of the culture, but I was fortunate enough to live with another Australian and a girl from England when I went to Oregon. So that transition was made a little bit easier. And now I've been over here for three years. So I've kind of found my lifestyle over here and family away from home. And so I'm loving it. You know, but obviously you come from a basketball family. I mean, we all know that basketball is one of those sports. You're always traveling. You're always on the move. And um, you had siblings that played in the United States. So did that kind of help? having that, um, you know, they had that experience playing in the U.S. Uh, for your journey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I look up to my older brother a lot and he went to a, D, a D2 school over here and I kind of, he would always come home back from America and like tell us everything he did. I mean, sometimes he would come back saying a few American things and it was just cool. I mean, I loved his lifestyle. We kind of lived through him a little bit and it was fortunate enough when I started to seek interest from American college, I was able to go to him for some advice and he was able to have a little bit of an insight with that stuff. Well, obviously now, you know, no longer with Oregon, you transferred uh, to the Nebraska program and that's where you start and help the Cornhuskers, you know, reach the big dance this past season. What was uh, the biggest reason for making that transfer uh, to really middle America? Uh, there was a lot of reasons. There was definitely um, a big mix up in the Oregon team last, uh, last season. A lot of people left, a lot of my close coaches and close teammates. Um, but the biggest uh, thing for me to come here was my best friend is here. Um, I've been recruited by these coaches since I was about 16 and they've always been super incredibly genuine people. And I've loved having that relationship with them, even when I didn't go to Nebraska, we still continue that relationship. And it's nice to know that I'm in the hands of some genuine, like very genuine people. And this really is my family away from home. And I felt very supported here. So I think that was a big move. That was a big reason why I moved here. Now, when you were looking at Nebraska, obviously this is sort of during the whole COVID mess. So you obviously took a tour at Nebraska, correct? But did you also have Zoom meetings as well to kind of get 
you know, infiltrated with, with the program? Yeah. So all of my recruiting was kind of based off the visit I took my, before I came my freshman year because of COVID, I wasn't able to come and do a visit when I was in the portal. So it's just all kind of based off memory. And I'm lucky enough, I was able to actually come and vi visit Izzy, my best friend who's currently placed here for her third season. I was able to visit her before our Oregon season started. So I kind of was a little familiar with the team that was actually already here. So that was kind of a fortunate side to the recruiting process during the pandemic. Again, everyone, CBB review courtside. We have Jazz Shelley from Nebraska. Jazz, uh, obviously in year one, with Nebraska, big things reaching the NCAA tournament. How were you able to settle in? You have your friend there that you've mentioned, but uh, on and off the court, making another move from Oregon to Nebraska, how did it go like? It was fun. It was awesome. I mean, very fortunate for the teammates that we have being so accepting. I mean, it's definitely hard coming in as a transfer because I think I did make an effort to be able to gel with the team first to then be able to find that chemistry. I think that's super important within our team and our coaches emphasize that. So once I was able to build those connections off the court, it was, it was kind of easy to come into the team and be able to be a part of that, that unit and be accepted and respected. Where do you, uh, where do you see it going forward from here? Obviously you have more eligibility. Big things. I think Nebraska are really on the rise and I really, I'm really excited about this group that we have. I mean, most of us are coming back and it's the same core unit with bigger goals and more experience. So I'm super excited for upcoming. Definitely a talented team. And uh, coming up, we're going to talk about the international rules of the NIL and how that affects Jazz. But first, this message. Back on CBB Review Courtside, again, here with Jazz Shelley from uh, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Just talked about her transition um, from Australia to America to the United States and now um, in Nebraska real quick I mean what's it like did you when you were over in Australia did you ever like see yourself living in Nebraska I mean that is wow that is America as America gets <laughs> no I mean I never when I was younger I never thought I would even live in another country like I do now it's really surreal to think like if you look back when I was younger and for my mom to maybe tell me hey you might gonna go live in America in the middle of America one day like you would never think that would happen it's just I mean this is where the game takes you I guess I mean yeah I totally see that I I spent my college years in New Jersey I was able to fly to I went to Seton Hall I was able to fly to Omaha for, to call a Creighton basketball game and that was a culture shock for me even so I can't believe how uh, how that must have been for you going halfway across the country but obviously that's the biggest thing about this talk in our uh, pilot episode of season three is you're an inter international player and there's these weird rules with the NIL. Everyone kind of thinks that, oh, this gets passed. Everyone's going to be able to make um, their money with the NIL, but that's not really been the case for you. Um, how did you first find out that competing in the United States, you wouldn't be able to make money while you're over here with the NIL? Yeah, I definitely had no idea. I mean, I was one of the ones kind of promoting the NIL stuff like, yeah, let's get this out there. This is awesome. And then coach comes in and we have a team meeting talking about the NIL stuff and we have three Australians on our team. So she broke the news to us then. And yeah, it's been and nothing um, has changed as of yet, but there's definitely people um, trying to push for it. And I'm really lucky at Nebraska that we have our compliance office, our international office really trying to push for this international rule to get overturned. 
Well, that's obviously an important thing to have. Uh, what are some of the things they do? I mean, you have that compliance office there. What, what do they help you with with the process? Um, so right now they said that I can actually head, once I head home in a couple of weeks, I'm able to profit off my name as everyone else here in America is doing. It's honestly where I'm situated. So once I'm living in Australia, I'm able to earn my money there. But as soon as I come back to America, everything's like back off limits. But they're able to help me do it the right way. And so everything that I do goes through compliance to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Um, and they're super, super helpful with that. The compliance office, international office, they're just trying to find loopholes at the moment. And so they found that one so far, which is nice. Well, obviously, I can't speak on your behalf. That makes literally zero sense to me. That's, yeah, that's, I, uh, I mean, that's just like <laughs> the craziest thing. But um, you mentioned you're going to be over there this summer. You're going to be able to make money. Um, you know, off your name, image, and likeness. Is there anything that you can say that you've already set up or how do you see yourself marketing yourself once you go back over to Australia? Yeah, I definitely think the Australian niche is kind of cool. So being able to work with some Australian brands, um, but also maybe come out with a clothing line. So some Nebraska selling in Australia and, and America would be awesome. Uh, a lot of the stuff has to be done now before I get home because it's only a period of time while I'm at home. So I'm trying to organize as much as I can right now. Yeah. I don't, haven't officially signed anything yet, but definitely in the talks with some people. That's awesome. Um, obviously, you know, the way that we found out about this story is because you were on Twitter, you, you, you were talking about how this was an issue. So why, why is this important to you? Why do you see this as something that, you know, isn't, I mean, honestly, if we're being, you know, totally blatantly honest, something that is a flaw in the NCAA system. Yeah. So it's not necessarily NCAA. It's actually the, it's because of our visa. And there's a lot of people in the United States um, on F1 visas as international students. So it's not like, I'm not rare. Like there's so many people out there that, that want to profit off their name that deserve to profit off their name. And uh, the international student athlete pool is huge. So it's not just me speaking on behalf of myself. Like I definitely want to be at the forefront for those international students. Cause I think it's super important that they get the same, right. That's obviously awesome that you're doing that. And no, I mean, totally the international game uh, has really grown over the past decade, uh, you know, exponentially over here in the U S um, you know, I guess I'll end on this jazz. If something changes in the near future, how big of a step would it be uh, given that the game has grown so much for international players like yourself? It would be huge. I think um, it's it's a lot for someone to to move different countries uh, to come and play the sport they love. And I think that um, it would be awesome to be rewarded for something like that. Not um, punished, not punished, but you know what I mean? Like it, it would be awesome to see some international students thrive. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, you deserve it, you know, just as anyone else. And obviously, you know, as yourself leading Nebraska to the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, good luck in year two um, at Nebraska. Hopefully you guys can get back there as well and, um, you know, have a good time back over in Australia. Obviously we hope from, uh, you know, CBB review that that all works out for you. And uh, thanks for joining the show uh, for, I mean, again, kicking off season three here. Great guest. Uh, great having you on. Awesome. Thanks for having me.